I no longer call you slaves because a slave does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends because I have told you everything I have heard from my father. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I am joined, as always, by my good friend, my pal from St. Agnes down there in Rockville Center, Frank Alasia. Frank, how are you doing tonight? Doing terrific, Deacon. How's everything? Everything's good. Um, okay, you heard the quote at the beginning, we acknowledge that Jesus is the Son of God, and he is our Lord and Savior, but he calls the apostles and us his friends. Now, in the Old Testament, Moses encountered God in the burning bush. But when Jesus comes along, the apostles encounter God as a fellow human being, as a man who befriends other men. He says, no one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. This I command you, love one another. So what do we mean when we talk about friendship with Christ, Frank? Well, I think, you know, Christ uses friends in, in our lives all the time and, um, you know, people in our lives. And right. I think in, in Luke's gospel, you know, the paralytic man who's lowered through the roof was lowered by his friends to see Jesus. And very often in the gospels, we see Jesus heal someone either spiritually or physically because of the prayers or sacrifices of a friend. I think that kind of stuff should be part of our prayer life. And it does happen all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, a good friend, right, is someone who you can be yourself with. You don't have to worry about being judged or condemned. You know, it's someone that you can confide in uh, with complete trust. Uh, a genuine friend is a person with whom you have mutual respect, based not on status, but on a likeness of mind and heart. Now, if we think of our friendship with Christ in those terms, we can then turn and become that kind of friend to others. Am I right? Yeah, I think it's also important to say to yourself, is this particular person in my life bringing me closer to Jesus or further away from him? Right. Um, and of course, you know, you kind of don't want to hang around people who, who are going to take you away from the Lord. And it's the same thing. Hopefully... When we meet people, uh, we bring we bring Jesus closer. We, we get them closer to Jesus, you know. Yeah. I mean, true friends are there whether you're present or not. I mean, don't you have friends where, you, you know, you just pick up with them right where you left off, even if time goes by. And true friends are supportive, uh, mostly, and they can laugh with you, but they're not phony with you. And so they can give you an honest perspective. And that, again, that, that's a reflective of a relationship with Christ, but also with other people. Yeah, he uses, um, God uses people as instruments in, in accomplishing his work in order to manifest his own power and wisdom. You know, God uses people in order to communicate his goodness to us and to put us at ease. Think about it. God became man and used the created instrument of his sacred humanity to set us at ease coming you know, in the form of a baby, and then later in the form of bread. It's a little less intimidating um, than thinking of of the saints and, and how great the saints were, though they're our friends too, right? Yeah, I mean, he, Jesus says, I am the vine and you are the branches, all of us. So God expresses his love for people through us, the branches. I think most people believe that God places people in our lives 
for a reason, you know, there's evidence of it. Someone comes along and helps us out of a tight spot and we say, oh, thank God for that person. But it seems harder for us to see that God is placing us in other people's lives because we're not sure what impact our friendship may have had on another person's life. But we have to remember that God is working through us and he is placing us in other people's lives, even if we don't get a thank you or even realize what the outcome uh, was of our influence. I mean, those are treasures that are stored in heaven, which no moth can destroy. Yeah, God uses the saints for the same reason, because they're like us. I mean, they lived with the same ups and downs that we live with. You know, they show us how to live our lives in circumstances of daily life in a holy way, you know, for our particular vocation, no matter what it is, or career. Um, and it's important that we pray to them. And they and they are pray, pray to us. They are our friends, not only the people here with us, but think about it. Deacon, the souls in purgatory, we pray for them and they pray for us because they can't help themselves down in purgatory in, in purgatory. So this is how that that relationship of friendship is is so important. I like that. You know, and, and you know, in the in Mark wrote that, you know, calling the 12 to him, he began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over <clears throat> impure spirits. And in, in St. Luke, he sends a larger group. He says, after this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. So friends of Jesus prepare the way for his ministry in pairs on earth for companionship and support and also for the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, if you think about how God uses us as instruments of his grace and, and salvation, if he uses the person that, that had you baptized so that you would have divine grace, or think about the priest he puts in your life who absolves you from your sins to put you back in the state of grace, or a good friend who prayed, you know, and obtained a grace or con a, a conversion or a healing. I mean, what greater good can you get than a friend like that? No doubt. And, you know, look, Jesus, when he took the five loaves and the two fish in the feeding of the 5,000, he looked up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people. So he is, in fact, feeding other people through us, his disciples. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, people say, well, you know, I just we, we go directly to Jesus. But he he wants he wants to show us that, you know, every father wants his children to be as good as they can be. And God's no exceptions to this. And we see God takes everyday humans and does unbelievable, even greater things than he did when he was on Earth. I mean, look at St. Peter. He healed uh, he healed people with his, his shadow. He converted 3,000 people in a sermon. I mean, Jesus, Jesus never did that. So I think that that's another thing that we that we have to look well, at. Well, you mentioned we go direct to Jesus, too. We go direct to him in the, at the Last Supper in the Eucharist. Of course. And, and we go direct to him in prayer. But we're saying that we are we go direct to him through friendship. And our job is to turn and, and replay that friendship in the world with other people. Yeah, I think, too, what it does is, in the end, Jesus wants us to love one another and that's a commandment. Yeah. Right. It, it's which is, you know, why he wants, you know, any, any father wants that for, for his children. And I think that's why he uses 
all these examples that we've seen with the saints and special people in our lives. And like you said, with the apostles, you know, they went out two by two as friends and, and look at all the good that they did. Well, I'll say this to you, Frank. You are a friend of mine, and I'm glad God has put you in my life. So, Same here, Deacon. Folks, don't forget to like us and follow us and be our friends. And uh, send us an email at anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. That's anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Frank, I love you a lot, and I'll talk to you next time, okay? Thanks, Deacon. God bless.